Can we become more mitzvah motivated? This is Rabbi Yitzhak Price with another episode of Tachlis Talks. Growth-oriented, partial-related Torah podcasts. We are up to the Torah portion of Beshalach, a parsha that has us just at that juncture having left Egypt, just beginning our trek toward Sinai and getting the Torah, and of course eventually into the land of Israel. But at that very beginning, as we are leaving, we are told that Moshe saw to it that the bones of Yosef would be retrieved and taken out of the land, that as Yosef had charged his brothers to see to it that he would not remain behind in Egypt, his bones would be brought back to the land of Israel. And Moshe, actually I should say more than saw to it, Moshe involved himself directly. Moshe was the one who took care of retrieving the bones of Yosef and bringing them out and escorting them through most of the journey. Of course, Moshe does not actually enter the classic land of Israel where Yosef will be buried in Shechem, but just about gets him there. And when addressing this fact that Moshe involved himself in this activity, when technically there were a lot of other candidates for this, there were 600, 3,500 men of military age in the census taken uh, around this time coming up soon, and many others just a little bit younger or older who could have tasked themselves with retrieving those bones, and of those, many tens of thousands were descendants of Yosef. The entire tribe of Manasseh, the entire tribe of Ephraim, those are the descendants of Yosef. Those tally it, many tens of thousands. Yet, it is particularly Moshe who is tending to this task, says the Talmud in Sota. This is a reflection of the verse, it's a fulfillment of the verse that's said later on in Mishle, in Proverbs of King Solomon, Chacham Lev Yikach Mitzvos. The person who is wise-hearted takes mitzvahs. Moshe grasped the opportunity for a mitzvah. Whereas many others could have, should have, would have, Moshe did it. Moshe saw a mitzvah opportunity and he took it. But we need to fine-tune this a little bit because it's not that Moshe involved himself in a mitzvah while the rest of them were simply hanging out, doing nothing, you know, simply awaiting for the exodus. The rest of Israel were also involved in a mitzvah of sorts because what the Talmud describes, Moshe was involved in this task while the rest of the Jews were going door to door to ask of their Egyptian neighbors for their silver and gold and their fine materials, which was something God had asked them to do. Daber b'nei Yisrael, God had asked Moshe, make sure they know I want them to do this. They should please go and retrieve the wealth of Egypt. I promised their great-grandfather Avraham that when the Jews eventually leave this land of their servitude, they will leave with rechush gadol, with great wealth. Commentaries describe the Shach, in his commentary, the Shach on um, the Haggadah, tells us that we describe in our list of the Dayenus, had God done this, that would be enough for us to thank him. But he did more. And had he done B, that would have been enough to thank. For, but he actually did C and D and E. And one of those refers to God giving us the money of Egypt. Had he done that, that alone is worth our thanking him because that was substantive, because that was very significant in helping us know that much as we were enslaved, we were not slaves. We, we, we had to be paid for that time. This was owed to us. 
and we had the right to take out the wealth of Egypt to understand who and what we really were, that despite that servitude and despite the avoda, we were not really slaves. I have a theory when the Pesach Seder, we say avadim hayinu, we were slaves, but not really. What we really say there is avadim hayinu lefaro b'mitzrayim. To paro, we were slaves. We were not essentially slaves. That potentially is somewhat of a side point, but the fact is that God had asked us to get the wealth of Egypt. He tasked us with this process of going door to door, and as such, everybody was involved in a mitzvah, just that Moshe was involved in a different mitzvah. But some understand what the, uh, what the uh, Gemara there is teaching us, in reference to the fact um, of Scheinberg, Zichron and Bracha, great sage of uh, about 20 years ago and back uh, for about a century before that, uh, Rav Scheinberg referenced a Avos to Nassim. We know that in Pirkei Avos, there's a reference to a Fum Sara Agra, that the reward for mitzvah is relative to the effort involved. And a more difficult mitzvah produces greater reward. In the version in, in Avos to Nassim, it is a little more elaborate and describes that a more difficult mitzvah can be the equivalent of a hundred easy mitzvahs. And when we have mitzvahs facing us, to a Moshe, it's not only if there's neutral versus mitzvah that I'm going to jump for the mitzvah, but if there's mitzvah and mitzvah, but one mitzvah is a fairly simple mitzvah, and one is more difficult. A is more comfortable, and B is more tedious. A is more you know, easy to do in terms of emotionally and, and physically, but C is more disturbing and difficult and emotionally uh, maybe um, heavy weight upon us and, and much more of a challenge. Chacham Levi Kach Mitzvahs, the person who is wise-hearted, grabs that mitzvah. Uh, within the mitzvahs, he's going to grab the mitzvah that is the more difficult mitzvah. It's the greater display of his devotion to God that I'm going to see to it that everything that you want done gets done, not only the easy tasks, but the more difficult chores as well. It's a matter not just of being wise in the head, but having a passion in the heart, having that drive when one's responding to the love of Hashem and the eagerness that all that Hashem has asked to be done, that must get done, then I'll leave the easy things for those who'll do the easy things and jump at the opportunity to involve myself in the more difficult. To become motivated towards mitzvahs. Number one, when all things being equal, I could be doing something, or mitzvah. It could be something that's of personal benefit or mitzvah to jump at mitzvah and to even be ready when I have a choice of doing a mitzvah or a mitzvah, something that's much more demanding. Be ready to do that. Perhaps a, an element that can help direct us toward that would be the recognition of number one. What are the mitzvahs? Reminding ourselves, studying, continuing to learn. One suggestion really going through the list of mitzvahs. We have lists, Rambam wrote a list of the 613 mitzvahs. There are versions that bring it up to date in terms of the mitzvahs that are relevant to us today. We don't have the temple in Israel. Many mitzvahs, 613 is way beyond what any individual Jew could ever do because unless you are male, female, king, non-king, kohen, non-kohen, in a world with the Beis Amikdash, the temple, and a world without it, 
You can't do all 613. So we all can do our package collectively over time as a nation, all 613. But within the few hundred that we do have available to us today, just reminding ourselves what they are, reviewing them, can help us be oriented towards, oh, that's a mitzvah opportunity. Let me do that. Number two, getting to appreciate the value of a mitzvah, getting to reminding ourselves of the infinite value of a mitzvah, reminding ourselves of the fact that whatever I'm facing that could be of another benefit for the moment, maybe a benefit that's going to, you know, I could be doing A or B, and A could give me a certain financial benefit, certain comfort. Yeah, that might last for a few moments or a few hours or a few years, maybe even a few decades, but it's not eternal like the mitzvah. And if I have a choice of a simple mitzvah or that 100 times the simple mitzvah type of a mitzvah, recognizing what that means for the long haul. Reminding ourselves that the mission of Pirkei Avos tells us that as incredible as the world to come is, and we have no way of grasping the incredible bliss of the world to come, the sages describe if we add together all of the blissful experiences of our entire lifetime and of everybody else throughout the entire planet's lifetime, we collect all of that bliss, all of that pales in significance to a moment of the eternal world to come. And yet all of that bliss isn't worth one moment of doing a mitzvah over here. Meaning that the one opportunity to grab a mitzvah over here, we won't have after leaving this life as we know it. So the opportunity to yield that eternal bliss, which is, again, so far beyond anything we can take out of this world, whether we collect all of our favorite foods and all of our favorite music, all of our favorite experiences, combine all those together, adding those together with all of the favorites of everybody else added together. Again, that simply heals the significance to that moment in the world to come, which we can only capture by doing a mitzvah in the here and the now. And reminding ourselves that the very word mitzvah, outside of commandment, also captures, captures the idea of the root of tzavet, of tzav, which is the sense of connectivity, that interconnectivity that it provides between myself and my creator. Reminding ourselves of these various elements hopefully can help inspire us. Number one, by reviewing them and even noticing what the mitzvahs are, being oriented towards mitzvahs, and then by having a greater appreciation and value of that, keeping that in mind can hopefully have us learn this lesson from Moshe to grab that opportunity that's described by King Solomon initially, being that chacham leiv, and realizing that it's yikach mitzvahs. Yikach is a term, there are other terms for acquiring, which could have been used. Yikach generally connotes where I'm getting something that's outside myself, I'm making that purchase, and now pulling it into me, and it becomes part of me as well. I have that mitzvah, it remained outside, and it could remain outside if I simply pass it by. That and me, nothing in common. But when I make that purchase, it's mine. And I have been transformed. And I'm a person now who is the sum total of who I was before, plus that mitzvah. Taking these to heart, hopefully motivate ourselves to capture the idea of wanting to be mitzvah-motivated personalities. And in so doing, with God's help, give us reason that God will give God reason to provide us more and more mitzvah opportunities. We know that one mitzvah 
triggers the opportunity for another fulfillment of a mitzvah, and Gad continuously will dole out greater opportunities that hopefully we'll continue to grasp, and those will lead to greater opportunities which we will grasp and lead us to being the type of people who will be far more likely to achieve our tachlis.